What's up, guys? I just wanted to say super big thanks for listening to podcast and Lockdown Universe for the past year and a half. It's been such a pleasure for me. Um, I'm just going to send a shout out to everyone who's donated, and I just would appreciate anything that you can donate um, as it'll help me buy more equipment. Uh, and I just want to do this for you guys full time, man. I, I just want to bring you guys more content. Uh, I'm looking at developing uh, a video channel so that I can uh, have a video channel to interact with you guys as well on YouTube and TikTok um, and a few other platforms. So uh, if you can, feel free to drop a couple bucks into the Anchor uh, pot. You can just log into anchor.fm and go to Lockdown Universe and drop something there. Be super appreciated. Uh, even if you can't, that's okay. But if you can, just a few dollars makes a huge difference. Thanks so much, and let's get on with the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Today, we've got a great one. This case takes place in October 2nd, 1968. Uh, the uh, poor, poor individual who encountered these aliens, his name is uh, Terribio Ter Pereira. Uh, this case took place down, uh, I believe, in South America. Um, the town of Maria Sintra. Um, so in this case, October 2nd, 1968, tractor driver Terribio um, was out on an early morning um, exploration of his bulldozer. So he's kind of exploring it and reviewing it, make sure it was ready for the day. Um, and he noticed on the other side of the tractor and the bulldozer was a UFO. It was kind of down the ravine a bit, so it wasn't right next to him. He was able to witness the UFO from above. Now, the top of the dome of the UFO was translucent, so you could see four individuals inside um, as they ascended their way down the bottom and out onto the ground. Um, he stated that the UFO was hovering about 10 inches off the ground. It had an oval structure with a golden color, and the object had a platform around it, and the top had the transparent dome that we talked about. So the, he stated the object looked like a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Now, I'm not exactly sure what one of those looks like, but it must look like a UFO. <laughs> so if you want to look that up, feel free. Um, they have a picture here, and it kind of it looks just like your standard dome-shaped uh, UFO, but with a um, kind of a that translucent dome on the top. So he said uh, there was a crew member inside and he was sitting on the right-hand back seat and he was tapping on a small white keyboard that looked like a piano, but it was nothing like Terribio had ever seen before. They also, Terribio also said they had a device that was the size of a portable radio and he observed three other crewmen squatting on the platform. 
One observed the bulldozer, and another was harvesting soil with a small white bowl-like plaster in the shape of a shell. Which, this makes sense, right? This kind of is congruent with a lot of stories about different species wanting to know about our soil samples, how the earth is being maintained, if it's going to be a livable planet for them, are they going to be able to create hybrids, or are they merely going to be able to um, harvest some special minerals or heavy metals from the planet that they need. So this makes sense. This is very congruent, right? They're going to test the soil samples, um, much like we would, right? If we were going to go to another planet, we'd be testing soil samples, tree samples, plant samples, all kinds of things to see if there was anything valuable. But what's interesting about this story is these creatures, these aliens, looked very human. He stated that uh, the four beings looked very similar to each other. They were more alike to each other than Terribio's own twin daughters. That's pretty damn impressive. He stated that the, the, they, they wore the same type of clothing each. They all had a blue tunic covering the head and body, and then they had a red skirt at the bottom. On their feet were sandals with straps wrapped around uh, the leg up towards the knees, much like the Romans had. So if you can imagine the Romans, the way they used to have those strapped uh, sandals all the way almost up to their knee with a red uh, kind of skirt and a blue tunic going all full length down the arm uh, and then robed towards the top with a hood. And he said they they were very similar to humans uh, in their structure and overall look. Um, so when they saw Terribio, all three of them stood up. The supervisor, quote-unquote, took an instrument from his sleeve and wielded it in his right hand. This instrument appeared to be light and golden in the shape of an electric drill, which is pretty interesting. I, I don't know what the need for an electric drill shape would be other than some sort of gun. Or Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Weapon, right? I mean, it sounds like that's what it would be. Um, but he states that the uh, alien pointed it at him, at Terribio, who became paralyzed by its flashes, and then he immediately felt severe pain in his abdomen. He was completely paralyzed, but still conscious of his surroundings. The being slowly entered the object and occupied the chairs. The platform retracted into the object, and the transparent dome closed above the four beings, and slowly took off without any noise, and increased its speed to disappear within a few seconds. Terribio requested help on the road, and was taken to City Hall by a truck, and he was extremely weak and tired. He had huge dark circles um, and was completely pale. I'm assuming they meant huge dark circles under his eyes, but could have been anywhere. I'm not sure. He says he was extremely traumatized by what happened. After a short recovery, he was taken home, but he began to have severe mental breakdowns crying. And over the 18 days following the episode, Terribio lost a lot of weight, lost about 30 pounds, which they attributed to a lack of lack of eating, lack of appetite, basically. 
So, uh, so it's, it's a really interesting story. Um, the other thing that's really interesting is that the day after Toribio's event on October 3rd, um, a similar object was seen by a, by a businessman in uh, Guara, uh, Guapiranja, the district of Linz. Um, he was out at night uh, with his wife and was surprised by a luminous semicircle. He thought it was a moving star, so he didn't really give much notice to it. However, at 8.30, he found that it was not a star, but an object that chased uh, a vehicle on a, on a road that connected uh, his town to Linz. So he tried to park his car when he found two of his friends who also came out to see the UFO. And then the UFO was saw again on October 4th at 4 a.m. Um, by a reporter, Jose Duarte. So this was kind of a, a flap, right? And this is what we call it. We call it a flap. So um, if it happens over like three nights or if it happens over a few months, they call it a UFO flap. So, you know, what happened here? You know, who were these aliens? These are not aliens that are very uh, commonly reported, right? Like the Nordics, you know, the blonde hair, blue eye uh, Nordics that are supposed to be our friends are typically reported to have kind of like a tight fitting suit. Um, you know, blue or silver in nature. The the outfit that these aliens were wearing were kind of, they're very baggy. Um, in this picture, someone had, had drawn a picture of it, very baggy. And then, of course, right, our Nordics don't wear these strapped up laced sandals. This, the, the wardrobe that these guys are wearing seems very rudimentary. It seems like almost like they're wearing garb and attire that would have been worn maybe 2,000 years ago. Yet, here we are in 19, 19 what was it, um, 68, with these folks in, a, in our backyard. I mean, it's clearly not attire we would wear as humans at any point around that time period. Not It's not even like hippie wear, right? It's, it's very alien in nature um, for that time period. So, and obviously, you know, hippies weren't cruising around in UFOs as far as I'm aware. My mom, dad didn't never tell me about that. So, uh, so who were these guys, right? They're not like any alien species we know of. They're not the greys They're not the Nordics or who, who are these guys? Not reptilians. They're not, uh, they're not insectoids. Um, they're not Lyrians. They don't look like cats. So, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, are, is there that many species of human-like species out there? You know, alien species that look like us? Is it, is it possible that when Mars uh, underwent its environmental disaster and, and they had to take off in ships, that some of us went to Earth and some of us went to other planets? And those humans from other planets maybe developed faster and came here to see how this earth is doing is it possible that the martians figured out how to jump dimensions and some of some of us ended up in this dimension on earth and others of us ended up on a different dimension on earth i don't know i'm just trying to figure out how there are so many species that seem to reflect our very common dna our very common physical appearance yet dress so differently and seem so alien to us it's so bizarre to me, but yet there's so many stories of human-like aliens out there. 
What do you think? What's the possibilities? What are the dimensional realities that could exist that could explain this? Or are these shape-shifting species like like maybe they were reptilians that were just shape-shifting and trying to look human? But if that were the case, and reptilians are so intelligent, they could have just made themselves look like humans from the time. They wouldn't have made themselves look all, you know, garbed up strangely to make them look like Greco-Romans or something like that. So it's it's bizarre. I don't think they were reptilian. I think they were alien, and they were doing some soil sample um, testing and trying to figure out what Earth's comprised of and composed of and, and how, how the planet is doing and whether or not it's worth sticking around for. Anyway, interesting story. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys are having a great night. Hopefully you guys are taking care of your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care and lock down universe out.